and welcome to another episode of the Manchester United podcast. I'm Helen and Sam and Maisie are here. Certainly are. How are you both? All good. Very good, thank you. Helen, how are you? Well, we're all at, we're all at home. We're not here, but we're all That's at home. That's true. Yeah, we're all at home. Yeah. How are you both? Good, good, good. All good. I've been in the garden all day. Oh yeah, sounds nice. Mm. Good. What have you been up to, Sam? Uh, I've been working all day from home which all of my friends that work in offices always abbreviate in messages to WFH and I go well, what's W is working from okay I'm working from home but I'm not really used yeah. to it so. I'm going to use that one too yeah now we're cool today very exciting mm-hmm. the current Manchester United captain yeah and captain Marvel himself uh, Maisie obviously you know Brian Robson very well indeed yeah I'm sure in his time he was an absolutely incredible captain I know you didn't play under him but yeah no but hence uh Captain Marvel. Everybody, everybody I played with at United who, who played with Robbo or was around Robbo said he was phenomenal. England captain, Manchester United captain, unbelievable player. Just as you said, only gutted that I didn't play with him because uh, I'd have loved that. Great guy as well. And Harry Maguire. Yeah, it's quite exciting, isn't it? I don't think too many people were surprised when he got the captaincy, even though it was quite early on in his Manchester United career. But that's quite a bit of pressure, isn't there? Just to turn up and be like, right, you're in charge, off you go. That doesn't really happen at a club like Manchester United, does it? No, but he seems to have all the attributes. Would you agree, Maisie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can see that when the way he plays, he's a leader on and off the pitch. You need that stability. I think Rob will probably touch on it a little bit more that you want somebody in the heart of the, the team and uh, centre-half or centre-midfield is a perfect position. He's going to be um, an unbelievable player for us. Mm-hmm. You can see that already. Certainly can. Okay, I'm excited for this one. Let's get started. Here we go then. Please welcome back to the podcast our very first guest. It's Brian Robson and current Manchester United captain Harry Maguire. Brian, how are you? Yeah, not bad, Sam. Going pretty well. Uh, This weather's helping. Don't want to be in this lockdown very much longer, but everybody's got to do it. And uh, to be fair, the weather's helping a little bit. Harry, I'm sure you've been asked by everybody. I know you've done some other interviews and stuff, but we've got to ask, how are you coping? How's lockdown? Yeah, I think like you say, um, the weather's helping this week, especially. It's nice when you can get out in the garden and and go for a walk in in the nice weather it's not so nice when it's when it's raining it's too cold to do that but I'm spending a lot of time with the family it's um it's, it's quite strange for me to be at home so much with with all the traveling that happens in football and all the games that you have to go to but no it's nice to spend time with the family I think you've, you've all got to keep positive in this time and, and keep smiling and you no, know, like I said it's uh, it's, it's strange it's, it's difficult at times but we'll come out at the other end do you find, Harry, that you don't really know what to do with yourself with so much time because your life has been so routined for so long? Or are you just busy with your children and child, sorry, I should say? <laughs> no, I think, I think as footballers, I think one thing that we are, we, we're, we're all set in a, in a routine that keeps going from Monday to, to Sunday, really. So you wake up, you go to football, but it is strange. You, you find yourself doing things what you wouldn't normally do. Um, there's no excuses for doing a little bit of work around the house and things. What, what DIY have you been doing? I'm not the best. I'm not the best admin man, to be honest. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind doing a bit of cleaning, but the DIY, I think, I think my missus is better than me at that. <laughs> what's your What's the daily routine then, Harry? What's a, What do you do? I'm probably getting up around eight o'clock um, with my little girl. Always put Pepper Pig on, try and keep her quiet for a little bit. <laughs> And then just have breakfast. And then generally I do a workout about 11 o'clock. 
try and do a bit of gym and then uh, obviously try and get a bit of cardio in to keep to, to keep fresh. Uh, it also helps your men- mental state when you get out there and, and get a bit of fresh air. And then he's just generally just playing around and obviously keeping my daughter entertained. Sometimes I go on the PlayStation every now and then on Call of Duty, play with a few of my friends. I'm FaceTiming my, my family a lot, speaking to my family. They're keeping me updated with, with what they do. And then he's just generally just watching put a bit of box sets on or things on, on Netflix, um, going to walk with my dog late on at night. And that, that's generally what you do. Any recommendations on uh, Netflix? We've just finished uh, Money Ice, which we really enjoy. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we enjoyed that one. I think we're, we're actually slow to start quite a few. I've been that busy over the last few months. I haven't started Ozark yet, so I think I'm going to try and start that um, my next one. Ozark's not bad. Maisie, what are you doing without a golf course? Robbo, it's absolutely a nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> it is for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out on the bike. Uh, I do an hour on the bike, and then I come back in. And I've set up a little chipping in the background. I've got in the, in the garden a bucket of water and uh, just just try to just keep the swing going, mate. That's it. I guess I guess you'll have had a beer in your hand most of the time. No, I, I, I try to stick to at least four or five o'clock before I get a beer. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to do me t- 10,000 steps in the morning, then do some odd jobs, yeah. then 10,000 steps in the afternoon wow. and some odd jobs, and then I'm allowed a beer. See, sticking to routine, Brian, I like that. What are the odd jobs you're doing? Well, I, at this moment of time, our Claire, our Claire is staying with me and Denise, she has done since the lockdown. But we're at Claire's house at the moment. Right. I've been putting some furniture together. I'm just about to decorate when we finish this. Uh, and the two girls are cleaning the house and then we'll go back to ours and uh, <laughs> get in the garden and have a bit of sunbath. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Perfect. Looking at, your, um, looking at your first season, obviously, it's not ended the way everybody wanted it to. Harry, what's your overall thoughts on the season? How it's gone? For yourself as well. Yeah, I'm, obviously I'm really proud to play for, for Manchester United. To be appointed captain halfway through come a lot quicker than I would have ever thought. I learned a lot from Ash in the, in the time that he was captain. So you know, it was great to, to work under him and, and see how he went about things. On the field, it's been we've been a bit inconsistent, especially early on in the season. We're a young side, but we don't want to really make that as, as an excuse. We've played really well in a lot of games but then we've come off it in a couple of games and he's punished us really in mm. every game we felt like we'd come off it we didn't get the result that we, we we went into the game trying to get so we know where we've got to improve we've got to improve a lot for the next season and I feel as the season's gone on we've gradually we've got better we're playing with more uh, attacking force and we're, and we're keeping more clean sheets so no, it's been a, it's been an increase throughout the season and we've improved a lot but there's still a long way to go Robert, what did you think when Harry was given the armband? Obviously, he was given it very early into his career at United. Was he the person that you thought, that's who I want in charge? That's that's the leader I see in this team. No, I thought it was deserved. You know, Harry had done really well in the World Cup with England, um, did really well with Leicester. And so when you sign a player like him who's in a central position and is a defender and a midfield player, I, I think that's where the captaincy should come from. But you've got to be a demanding figure, you know, on your teammates and an organiser. And I think Harry portrayed that uh, as soon as he came into the club. He wasn't overawed about playing for Manchester United, which was another good thing. So I think Ollie's made the right decision by giving Harry the captaincy. And since then, you, you know, off the pitch and that, 
he's had an influence on the boys as well about how you should go uh, as being a Manchester United player and doing the commercial stuff as well as uh, looking after yourself, you know, off the pitch and being a Manchester United player. So, no, I think uh, he's a top player. He's got the right attitude to be a Manchester United captain, you know, and I think it's a good decision by Oli. Harry, there's no sort of book, I guess, for how to be a captain or how to be a captain at a club like Manchester United. How have you found it? And especially in such difficult circumstances like this? Yeah, I think um, every captain will be different. Every captain will act different. But I think you've all, you've all got the same morals, really. I think first and foremost, as a captain, you've got to look after your own performance. You've got to make sure that when you step onto the pit, you're responsible, you're trustworthy and... Your performance don't—they're not inconsistent. You've got to keep a consistent performance so everyone can look at you and, and, and try and build a team around you. And then off the pitch, obviously, Manchester United is such a, a big, iconic club that it, you, you've got commercials, and it's so important that as a team we stick together, especially through times like it is now. Um, it's obviously strange for myself, especially being a captain, but now I'm in constant contact with the with the coaching staff and um, and the players. The players, I'm sure, are all keeping as fit as they can. They've got no no excuses really, uh, with how much time they've got on their hands. So if anyone comes back unfit, I'm sure I'm sure the boss won't be happy. So I, I don't think they need to check up on us too much in terms of the, the fitness and the physical. Maybe mentally is probably the hardest bit to keep your mind fresh and, and to keep positive during this time. But like I said, when we get back on the pitch, I'm sure we'll be all raring to go. Harry, you've obviously played under different captains at different clubs. You've mentioned a few qualities there that you think are important. But will you take anything from the captains you've played under at different clubs? Yeah, definitely. I think... Um, I've been lucky enough to play under some really good captains, really experienced players. I love speaking to ex-captains and, and seeing how they went about the things. I find it interesting to listen to, to Gary and Roy when, when I hear them speak in their podcasts, etc. I think like I, I played under Chris Morgan when I was at Sheffield United, who I learned an awful amount from. I went to Fulham, Michael Dawson was there, and then at Leicester, Wes Morgan. So three really experienced pros who's, who's been up and down the leagues and seen everything really so no definitely I, I feel like I've learned an awful amount from them all Rob old you coming up obviously from West Brom who was the, who was the leading role models there the captains there and also with England as well yeah all the time I was at West Brom John Wilde centre half he was captain all the time Len Cantello was a leader on the pitch as well central midfield player from Manchester lad yeah. uh, really he's one of the best players I've played with uh, who never actually got capped for his country um, he was a very good player so influenced by that then when I came to United Martin Buchan was captain who like was really strict with all, all, all his teammates yeah, you know he, he wouldn't be afraid to have a go Martin uh, if he thought people were doing something wrong you know so you got that when, when I first went into the England team Kevin Keegan was captain who led by example I mean he was a top player uh, you know played in Germany won European player of the year uh, and so Kevin was a big ex example of how we've been captain as well. Uh, you know, so yeah, I've had some really good players and good characters as captain, you know, before me. Yeah. Before we uh, get on to the, uh, the challenge that we're all here for, the captain's draft, one quick thought I've had. Brian, when you joined Manchester United, you became Britain's most expensive football player. Harry, when you joined Manchester United, you became Britain's most expensive football player. Did that matter to either of you? Was it something that added pressure or was it just 
business that was to do with other people and all you cared about was, was the move and, and joining the club. Brian, you can go first because you did it first. Well, to tell the truth, I'm not like Harry because I didn't really settle in or I didn't think I did when I first came into United. I settled into the dressing room and all that. That wasn't a problem. But on the pitch, I just felt I was trying too hard and doing things which I, I wouldn't normally do uh, just by trying too hard. Then in my first season, it was the World Cup uh, in Spain. So I go to the World Cup in Spain, 82. Thought about me performances for uh, United. And I had a good World Cup, and um, you know when I came from the world back from the World Cup, I was full of confidence. And when I got into the 82-83 season, I, I knew I was playing why Manchester United and Ron Atkinson had bought me because I started relaxing, enjoying me football, um, and started playing a lot better. Okay, what about you, Harry? Did it did it matter? Did 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 it did it feel like something you had to think about? Generally, I, I wouldn't say so, no. I think when I joined Manchester United, I probably joined... What age was you, Brian, when you joined Manchester United? I was 24, Harry. Yeah, so I was 26. I felt like I was I've been. Th- I was an experienced player when I joined Manchester United. I've, I've been through so much in my career already. I've had promotions, relegations, played under numerous managers, managers being sacked, played under caretakers. I feel like I've done an awful amount, which I've learned an awful lot from. And obviously there's pressure. There's pressure... To, whether I sign for a free transfer and go and play at Old Trafford or there's pressure if I sign for a, a world record fee, I feel like um, playing for Manchester United, there's pressure on to play well every game. But playing for any club there is, footballers, that's what we thrive off. The bigger the game, the more I like it. So I feel like I, I thrive off a bit of pressure and I like I like the big games. I want to be involved in big games and that's why I joined, joined this club. Okay, shall we get on with the challenge, guys? Hopefully you both know what is going on. Two captains, obviously, on the podcast today. We've come up with a draft six-a-side challenge. Don't know why we've got six, but there we go. You have to take it in turns to pick players from a list uh, from Manchester United captains. Not all of these have been club captain, but have all worn the armband in a competitive match. So you're both picking from the same list and taking it in turns. Uh, there might be some competition for the big names. Um, well, they're all big names, but you can't um, pick the same players. So I think we're going to flip a coin and see who goes first to make that fair. Our producer Tasker has a coin. Brian, we'll go with you. Ah, oh, go on, Harry. <laughs> you can. You can call. Okay. Tails. Tails. It's heads. heads. Go on, Brian. Lead the way. Uh, hang on. First, we need team names. What's your team, Robo? Robo's sixes. Robo's sixes. <laughs> like it simple. Simple. Uh, original. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, do you have a team name? On the spot here. Um, Maguire's Masters. <laughs> do you have Harry? Do you have a fantasy football team? Uh, yes, I do. Is that what they're called? Do you know what? I've lost interest in it this year because I've done that rubbish. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in your team? I think I put myself in. Yeah, but I, I was losing my head at the start of the season with myself. <laughs> <laughs> you took yourself out. <laughs> yeah. I took okay. Okay. Yeah. So Goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are your options: Peter Schmeichel, Edwin Van der Sar. David De Gea and Brian, you have the first choice. I'm going I'm to go Peter Schmeichel. Just his presence in a six-a-side. Uh, I mean, he just fills the goal. Uh, plus, Schmeichel, he, he would think he's a sweeper as well at the back so he can pass out with the ball because he thought he was a bit of a player as well. <laughs> but no, Schmeichel, uh, 
he's mad as well, so he just threw himself at anything on whatever surface we would be playing on, uh, you know, so because of his sheer presence and quality, uh, Peter Schmeichel. Good call. What was uh, Schmeichel liked when he unbanned, didn't he, Maisie? Well, as Robbo just said there, he's vocal. He thought he could play a bit. He always used to come out on the Fridays and join him in the five-a-sides, as all goalkeepers are. They're just big and daft, aren't they? So they just throw themselves around thinking that they are good players. That's what he used to do, Maisie, didn't he? He used to smash it. Yeah. It's a Friday and it's supposed to be just a nice relaxing one before the yeah. the weekend's game. And he used to smash into people all the time. The gaffer used to go mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> he was never properly club captain, was he? But he wore the armband on maybe Manchester United's most famous night when we beat Bayern Munich in Barcelona. So that'll do, won't it? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> OK, Harry, you've got Edwin or David. I'm going to go with David. I've been playing under him this year. I've realised how good of a keeper he is. Obviously, I've watched him over the years in the Premier League and he's been, to me, the best keeper in the Premier League over the last 10 years or so. So, no, to play under him this year, it's, it's, it's been great to, to see how he goes about his business in, in training each day. He's an excellent trainer and if you have five sides in training, he, he's, he's difficult to score past. So, no, I, def- I think he's, a, he's an excellent keeper and I'd be more than happy to call. Harry, what about a young Casper Schmeichel? What was he like? Yeah, yeah, Casper. Um, he's another. He was. He's excellent. He's very vocal. I, I'm sure they probably had similar traits in terms of personality-wise. He was very vocal. Held a big aura around himself. He had a big presence. Um, but no, he's, he's an excellent keeper. And again, I had two years playing under him and in front of him. Yeah. No, he, he was. He was excellent. So Edwin doesn't make the list. Maisie, you can have him if you were to pick a team. <laughs> I tell you what, you could pick either of them. <laughs> Sorry, Edwin, if you're listening. You still got the still got the record for longest run without conceding a goal in the Premier League, isn't he? About 14 games or something. Yeah, what it was. Wow. Yeah, it was something like it's 13 or 14 games. Like the there's over a ten. It's like, it like 11,000 minutes or 13,000 minutes or something. What year was that in? You testing me now? You must have won the Premier League. 2000. 2010? Where's your stats, Sam? Well, this is just off the top of my head. <laughs> Someone will correct me, I'm sure. <laughs> we'll find out at the end. Yeah. Uh, all right, should we do defenders? Yeah. Okay, Harry Maguire, Martin Buchan, Steve Bruce, Rio Ferdinand, Nemanja Vidic, Patrice Evra, Gary Neville, Antonio Valencia, Ashley Young, Johnny Evans, no pressure, guys, Chris Smalling, Yapstam, Dennis Irwin, Wes Brown, John O'Shea, Phil Neville, Gabriel Einzer, and Axel Twanzebe. <laughs> Lots to choose from. I guess you've got to also think about what's best for a six-a-side team. So, Robbo, it's your pick. Is it me to go first every time or is yeah. Harry going first? Yeah, no, you, 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 won, you won the toss, so you lead. Ah, brilliant. Ah, well, <laughs> I, I, picked it. I did pick uh, two, two defenders, so my first choice and second choice in case Harry had chosen. But for me, Yapstam was a beast of a man. Could do everything. Uh, really strong, quick, strong in the air, uh, read the game and he also had great ability where he could pass out. I mean, when he played in a charity game uh, last season for Sir Alex and, you know, the Manchester United Foundation and I was watching Yapstam and I'm thinking he could still play now uh, if he really wanted to. He was that good. Uh, But no, when I was watching him, you know, in my ambassadorial role, uh, when he was playing for United, I, I just thought he was a terrific centre-half. Good choice. Good shout. Maisie, what was he like to play with? As Robbo said, just a beast. There's a clip from when he played in the when he was playing in the Champions League and Zamorano were backing into him 
and he just stood his ground and Zamorano just bounced off him. I remember I, I used to tell the, tell the mick out to yap a little bit. Really? And he got me in a headlock <laughs> once. He got me in a headlock on the back of the bus and I eventually I had to try tapping him out. You know, you do in a... <laughs> whoever were fighting and I tapped tap the floor to get get unlocked he wouldn't do it and he just had me in a ladlock, headlock a beast of a player beast of a player you would not want to mess with him great lad great footballer great leader great words alright yeah I must say Yapstan was probably going to be in my team so he like I think Robbo said I think he could probably still play now I've watched him in some of the charity games and he's a uh, He's still powering past people all the time now, so he must keep himself in great shape. Um, I'm going to go with Rio Ferdinand, someone who I've really looked up to and modelled my game on in terms of the way that he brought the ball out from defence and built attacks off and started attacks from the back. I think he changed a a lot of people's perception of of a central defender. Don't get me wrong, he he was a great defender, a great competitor, but also he had the other side of bringing the ball out and starting attacks off and you know, he, was, he was great to watch um, over the years and I think he'd be a great five-a-side, six-a-side player. Six-a-side. Yeah, good at six-a-side. Very good. Very good. No place for yourself then, Harry, but you can you can add yourself at the end if you want. Yeah, maybe. Put myself on the bench. <laughs> player manager. Player manager. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up the Edwin stat so that this is accurate on the podcast. Uh, he set the world record in 2008-2009, when we did win the league, for not conceding a single goal for 1,311 minutes. Wow. It's pretty solid, isn't it? It's a little bit different from 13,000 minutes, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I meant, I meant, I, I knew what I meant. <laughs> for the whole season. I'm glad, I'm glad I looked it up, The whole, next, the whole <laughs> yeah. next 10 seasons he never conceded. Unbelievable. Yeah, he did really well. He's still not anybody's team though, is he? All right, midfielders, should we do those? No, no, but another defender. Well, no, they don't have to because you, their formation is up to them. So you can pick a oh. defender, midfielder, forward and then two from any position because you, it's their team, isn't it? They might not want two defenders. They might want three forwards, for example. Well, from the midfield at the moment, because he could do a little bit of everything, a bit like Stam, I'm going for Roy Keane. If Stam goes forward and uh, to go and get himself a goal, I know that Roy has the intelligence of filling in and playing at the back. Uh, so I'm going to go for Keeney because, like I say, tackler, quick, strong, great touch on the ball, great vision, and can score a goal. Uh, so I'm going for Keeney to be uh, a defender midfielder. Harry's raging, aren't you, Harry? You were going to pick Roy Keane. <laughs> That's what you get for losing the coin coin toss, the coin toss. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Harry. This this is a bit like uh, England's cricket team when Joe Root against the Aussies just kept winning the toss all the time. <laughs> just for the benefit of people listening, these are the midfield options: so Brian Robson, Ray Wilkins, Roy Keane, Ryan Giggs, Michael Carrick, Paul Pogba, Nemanja Matic, Juan Mata. Marwan Fellaini, Nicky Butt, David Beckham, Paul Scholes, and Darren Fletcher. Loads of names in there, Harry, apart from Roy Keane now. Yeah, I'm going to go with Robbo. I'm going to put him in there. Obviously, box box midfielder. feel like he'd run all day, can run all day, especially in sixth side. Scorer's goals, defend as well. I'm sure he'd be a big leader in there in the middle of the pitch. And I'd like to see the battle between Robbo and Roy Keane. So. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who'd win it? How do you think you'd get on, Robbo? Yeah. I, I tell you what, I, I'm not really interested in that because uh, this would be a competitive game with all <laughs> the top players that we've spoke about already. But I know one thing for sure now. 
Harry Maguire is management material. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's put you in the team. Okay, so you've each had three picks so far. We're halfway through. At this point, it feels fair to give you, Harry, the chance of another coin toss, or a toin toss, as Helen called it earlier. So Robbo doesn't keep nicking your picks. Ah, uh, no, no. Well, now let's do another toin toss, uh, toss <laughs> after this <laughs> one. <laughs> another toin another toss. I don't mind Harry getting the last two choices first. <laughs> That's brilliant. Right, I've got something in my hand there then. Robbo, left or right? Seems as though it's you, I'm going to go right-hander. It's in my left. Uh, Harry, it's over to you, pal. I knew you were going to say that. So Harry gets to choose first for the next three players. Uh, forwards then, Harry. Wayne Rooney, Eric Cantona, Dennis Law, Sir Bobby Charlton, Robin Van Persie, Rude Van Nistelrooy, Andy Cole, Cristiano Ronaldo and Marcus Rashford. Those are your choices well, that of is. forwards and you get to pick first, thanks to Maisie's little game there. Nice, Maisie. I'm going to go with Wayne Rooney. Ever since I've been growing up watching football, he's been, the, for me, the main strike in the Premier League. Obviously, Manchester United all-time goal scorer. Just a remarkable player. Did everything. Worked from the front. Could drop into midfield. Scored goals. The only thing I'm disappointed is that I didn't get to play against him the other day against Darby because I was um, I was ill for the game. He was a, a, a remarkable player and uh, you know, someone who I thoroughly enjoyed watching for Manchester United and England. Good choice. Robert, I know you wanted to go first there. Is that who you wanted? No, I thought uh, might go for Bobby Charlton or somebody like that. I thought Harry might. So, no, my first choice was going to be Ronaldo and then Wayne. <laughs> but, no, Ronaldo, I, I just think he's an exceptional player. Uh, unbelievable talent. Um, and that's why, you know, he's been challenging to be... Uh, the best player in the world for the last sort of 10 years with Messi. He, he, he just does everything. You know, the most important thing, though, he scores goals out of nothing. Uh, so my choice would be Ronaldo. Which would you rather have as a teammate, Maisie? What? Ronaldo or Rooney? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good choice, Maisie, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, uh, uh, do you know what? I'd have gone with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> It's, listen, the, 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 the players you've got to pick from, rude. Wow, what, what a goal scorer he was. He only ever scored one goal outside the box in his whole United career. And he scored over 150 goals. I'd, I'd have to side with Robbo and go with Ronaldo. He's just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Right, so two choices left each, guys. And you can pick anybody you want now from any position because it's a six-side team, so you can build it how you want. Uh, just a reminder of what the teams are so far. So Robbo's sixers... Peter Schmeichel, Yap Stam, Roy Keane, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> I mean, that's a ridiculous four team, isn't it? Uh, and uh, Maguire's Masters, David De Gea, Rio Ferdinand, Brian Robson and Wayne Rooney. <laughs> those are two good teams, aren't they? Two choices left. Yeah. Any of those, Harry, to pick from out of all of them? Two more. I'm going to go with probably the best six-side player I've, I've played with. I'm going to put him in Marcus Rashford. Oof. I believe that Mark, I, I've always spoke so highly of Marcus when I was with him at England. His ability is frightening. I can't, I can't speak highly enough of him. I think he's going to go on to have an exceptional career. I think he's going to go on to be one of the, I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but he's going to go on to, to be a, a, a wonderful player for Manchester United as he is now. Um, but no, he's, he's the best six-star player I've played with. So Marcus is in my team. I know he'd be scoring, banging in goals left, right and centre. Do you think... 
because he's obviously the youngest, well, maybe Axel, probably the youngest on this list. But do you think, I mean, Marcus has captained the club a few times. Do you think when the time comes and you pass the armband on, he's someone who would take it because he's about five years younger than you are? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, I think as, as, as a club, I don't, I don't think you should have, you don't really need to, you should have a, a captain and obviously rely on him, but you need to spread the, the onus out and, and, and the leadership in the group. And Mark is, is there who's, he, he battles through every game he can. He's, he may, obviously, he's missing through a bad injury at the minute, but he's battling hard to get back. And he's, he's very rarely um, misses games through small injuries. He's always wanting to make himself available. And yeah, I think I think you can see around the place and what he does on and off the field as well. Off the pitch, he's, he's excellent with his charity work, which is great to see. And on the pitch, like I've said, he's for me, he's the, he's the most talented player I've ever played with. And um, I'm sure he's going to be a wonderful player for this club. Harry, no Pogba in your team. He might be disappointed that he's probably going to miss out, but I've, I've only ever I've only played a few six sides with him, and I know in training, playing against Paul, it's it's so hard. He's so big, so strong, so powerful. He has absolute everything. So no, he's he was on the list and, and thinking about it, but he's missed a lot of this season um, yeah. through, through a bad injury. So I'm sure next season and, and when we get going again. He's probably going to impress me even more. But no, what I've seen him train with him this year is, is a phenomenal player. Another player you've played with, Harry, that you haven't picked yet. I know you've got one space left, but uh, Johnny, Johnny Evans. Remember him? He doesn't seem to have made a team. Yeah, Johnny. Um, I think he's better at 11 aside than... than <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be happy about that. <laughs> I probably, probably agree as well. Johnny's... Um, Johnny's a top player for me. One of been one of the best players in the Premier, uh, best centre half in the Premier League this year, um, and he's a big reason why Leicester are doing so well. So uh, no, he's he had a great career at Man United, won won an awful amount of things, and uh, no, he's gone to Leicester now, and he's he's proven for me one of their best players as well. So no, he he, he wouldn't make my um, six side, but he'd be up there in the eleven side. He made the bench. He'd be happy yeah, enough. On the bench. <laughs> so Robbo, your turn. Uh, I'm going to go for Giggsy. I just think so quick, can dribble past players, great work rate, can play one, two, score a goal. Uh, you know, so for me, Giggsy would be the fittest player in this squad and near enough one of the quickest. Uh, so I'm going to go Giggsy for all round ability. Good shout. What was he like, mate? Is he in training? Oh, he's a nightmare. The only thing you could try and do is kick him, obviously. You know, he's your teammate, so you can't really do that much often. But no, as, as Rob all said, frighteningly quick and old-fashioned winger who would get people off the seats every single game. Worked ever so hard for his for his team and also adaptable. He ended up, you know, playing midfield for his for his club as well. Top lad as well. I can see why Rob has gone for him. I'll just give you a quick reminder of the two teams again. Robbo Sixers, Peter Schmeichel, Yapstam, Roy Keane, Cristiano Ronaldo and Ryan Giggs facing off against Maguire's Masters, David De Gea, Rio Ferdinand, Brian Robson, Wayne Rooney and Marcus Rashford. And you each have one pick left. Me to go. Yeah. Last pick. Yeah, go for it, Harry. Well, I listen to Scholes' and Rashford's um, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen that he was on about that. He, uh, Rashford saying how he'd love to play with um, Paul. So I'm, I'm going to stick Scholes in my, in my midfield. I think when the when the times are getting tough in there and you want someone to keep the ball for you, there's no one no one better than um, a little pass and a move from from Scholes. He, he would keep the ball away. So I'm sure him and Robbo would would partner each other well in there. 
and it give Rashi the, the, the opportunity to go and um, feed off off his passing and I'm sure there'll be bags of goals in that team with, with skulls in there. Absolutely. I think so. That is a team, by the way. Was he the was everyone always talks about um Paul Skulls as being the best player at United when he was there, Maisie. Did that stand out for you? Did it seem like he was the best player? Uh yeah. He was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean he had a little bit of a slow start to his career with the United. Um he's a lot smaller than you know the rest of the class United too. I remember him making his debut at Port Vale and scoring two. And you knew then what sort of player he was. And uh, throughout his career, you know, he started as a centre forward, then a number 10. I think in the podcast he mentioned that he played left back for most of one season. I think he was always going to be a, a central midfielder. What I used to like about Scholes when he used to play was the way he just dictated games. He could speed it up if he needed to be, he could control it, slow the game down. His goal scoring, the goals he scored are phenomenal. I would I would have him in any of my teams. So that's that's a great shout out, Mr. Golsey in there, definitely. That's your team finished, Harry. Who are you gonna add on to yours, Brian, to try and pay his six aside? Well, that's the first time on this programme that Harry's done me in. Yeah, I saw you put your glasses on. Have another little look at the list. Scozy was going to be uh, my last piece of the jigsaw, but because of that, and it's a six aside. Uh, not 11 aside I'm going to go for the quality of Paul Pogba the strength and quality in a 6 aside game I think he would just fit in perfect as skulls he would have done with the the other boys who I've selected uh, so yeah he's going to be my last choice because he, he's great ability of keeping the ball great pa- passing vision uh, could score a goal um, you know, and a great presence. So, yeah, Paul Pogba's going to be my last piece in the jigsaw. Okay. Okay, so some of the names that haven't made it, just quickly. So, Robin Van Persie, Ruud van Nistelrooy, Eric Cantona hasn't made it, Michael Carrick, David Beckham, Nicky Butt, Darren Fletcher. Just huge names. Patrice Evra, Steve Nemanja Bruce. Vidic. Yeah, Steve Vidic, Bruce. Bruce, Buchan. Wow. Too many players. Yeah. Who's going to win that match, Maisie, in your humble opinion? Depends if Robbo turns up. <laughs> he's, he's a bit conflicted, isn't he? <laughs> if if, if Robbo turns up now, then there might be a slight age, age difference. <laughs> but I'd have to go with I'd have to go with Harry's team. That is, it's just a great team. Rio, Robbo, Waza, Marcus, and Scaldi. Wow. I think you could pick numerous players from that list, and I think yeah. the team would look so 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 strong. So you reckon that beat Schmeichel, Stan, Keane, Ronaldo, Giggs and Pogba? And Ronaldo. Don't forget him. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo's there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, agree, I agree with Maisie. Uh, I think Harry's team will win because I'm playing in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, it's, it's like you're saying, though. I, I mean... This is always difficult because there's so many fantastic players there who have had unbelievable careers. All the fans who'll be watching this programme over the coming weeks, they'll they'll be looking and going, oh, I would have maybe just changed one player. So everybody will be a little bit different because there's so many fantastic players in, in that list. Harry, you must be very proud when you look at that list yourself to find your name on it. Yeah, definitely. I think, like you say, um, I'm really proud to, to play for this club. I don't expect to be um, getting picked in that team yet, but maybe in five, six years' time, 
if we can keep improving, keep building, and we, we, we start challenging for the big trophies, because that's what we all want to do at this club. We want to start challenging for the Premier League, challenging for the Champions League, and and start winning big trophies. And I think you see on that list, the players and the, and the trophies that they have won. Um, it's something that me, Marcus, Paul, will want to maybe, in, 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 like I say, six, seven years' time, we'll be on that list and there'll be people having questions whether to put us in their team as well. So, no, it's, um, it's a great list and phenomenal players. And scoring some more goals as well, Harry, because we've seen you uh, on your Instagram. Impressive in the back garden, the little nets. It took a few attempts. I think the neighbours threw the ball back a few times. So. You don't. You don't need to tell anybody. It took a few attempts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Robert, what's on the agenda for you for the rest of the day? Decorating. Uh, I've got to paint our clothes covered, um, then just tidy up a few little jobs in a house, and then we're going to go back round and do ten thousand more steps, and then have a little bit of sunbathing. Nice. <laughs> Harry, I know you've just got the armband and you're just getting started at United, but obviously Brian's retired and he's done it. Are you listening to that thinking, yeah, that could be me? Or do you want to get into management or what would you like to do? I haven't really took too much into it at the moment, thought too much into it. I think at the moment with the schedule which, which is going on, I don't really think about what's happening after. I probably do see myself as... Um, as going down the coaching side of things, um, I'm always in contact with the coaches and, and, and opinions and views and trying to learn the game. But no, I think it's it's something that I'll, I'll probably t- address in a few years' time. But at the moment, I've just got to fully focus on, on, on being on the pitch and playing football. Good decision. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck in the future to Maguire's Masters and Robbo's Sixes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Stay safe, everyone. Brilliant. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Cheers, guys. All the best, Harry. All the best, Maisie. All the best, Robbo. Cheers, lad. Cheers, Helen. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Keep safe. How good was that? Very good. Very good indeed. Very good teams as well. Oh. Yeah, the problem with that is I now want to see that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't think we can. I didn't want to say on the on the with the with the guys around, but Maisie, I was surprised at how quickly you thought Harry's team would win. Because obviously his team was great. He had David De Gea, Rio Robbo, Marcus Rashford and Paul Scholes. But Robbo had Peter Schmeichel, Yap Stam, Roy Keane, Ronaldo, yeah. Ryan Giggs, and Paul Pogba. And as I'm, as I'm writing the names down, I'm thinking, Robbo's got this. And then everyone was like, Yeah, Harry's team. And obviously both teams are phenomenal. And I'm sure it'd be really close, but I don't know. It's, uh, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. I want to see it. That's what I want. I can see. I can see the reason why you you fancy Robbo's team with Yap and Roy. Yeah. You know Ronaldo, Pogba in there, Giggsy. He's changing his mind now. I just think David's the uh, Davide Gold, Rio Robbo, Rooney, Rashford. It's probably better six aside, isn't it? I don't know if how uh, how easy Kino and Yap stand would adapt to the. The smaller, faster pace six aside. Yeah, I tell you what, it was a tough, tough call because some of the players is left out as well. Van Persie. Yeah. Reed Van Nistelrooy, Sabobi. Yeah. Oh, frightening. David Beckham. Becks, yeah. Decent player. Not bad. Not bad. Crazy. Crazy indeed. Did you both enjoy that? Did you both enjoy finding out a little bit more about Harry as well? It's the first time I've spoken to him. Yeah, actually, I did. Yeah, Helen, I suppose you would have known him a bit anyway because of Johnny being at Leicester. But yeah, I think people will be a bit surprised. He's quite quiet, isn't he? Yeah, he's really nice guy, Johnny, and him would be quite friendly from Leicester. He doesn't live too far from us, so yeah, I know him, know him reasonably well. 
but he's a really nice guy. Yeah, see that. So self-assured, but not overconfident, and that's quite hard to find, isn't it? Yeah. In today's football. He says things that you want you want a captain to say, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Mm. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you want to get on the wrong end of him. No, and that's that's another thing you want from a captain, probably, Maisie, is it? Absolutely, 100%, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Somebody will rip your off, rip your head off in the in a dressing room if things are going bad. Absolutely. Maisie, have you ever captained a team professionally? At United? No, any team. I, I've been a captain a couple of times at United. Yeah, Burnley. Uh, a few times at Blackburn as well, but probably Burnley was the team where uh, I had a long run of being captain. But then I had a manager at Burnley who wasn't really the. The easiest guy to get on with yeah. as, a, as a captain. Mm. You go in there, say your part, only, only because I come from United and I had standards there. Yeah. And I tried to take them to, to Burnley, but the managers just didn't get my drift. I'd follow you into battle, Maisie. Yeah, me too. I think we'd end up in the wrong place, but I'd follow you into battle. <laughs> We're behind you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great episode, guys. Shall we get on to some emails? Yeah, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? I've got one here from Matty Harrison, if you want to hear it. He says, firstly, I would just like to say what a fantastic job you guys are doing on the podcast. I've listened to all 25 episodes so far, and my favourite one has been the Eric Cantona episode. I really hope that Sam, Helen and Maisie, you keep this going for a long time, as it gives the true United fans a worldwide insight into our heroes and legends' time at the greatest club in the world. I'm really hoping at some point in the future you're able to sit down with Ruud van Nistelrooy. He is my favourite striker of all time. Be awesome if you get Ruud on. Thanks again, Salem, uh, Salem, Sam, Helen and Maisie for doing an awesome job and asking brilliant questions and providing fans with an awesome weekly podcast. Kind regards, Matty Harrison. Thank you, Matty. And you're not the only one that would love to get rude on. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Kai Price Griffith said, Hi guys, I've listened to every podcast and I've loved every one of them. As a fairly young fan, 18, I wasn't around during the 90s and didn't experience the treble winning side, but the podcasts with players from that generation have been great for me to listen to and helped me get a bit more of an understanding of how good we really were. I love listening to ex-pros talk about the way the club was back then and how we were able to be so successful. Love the pods. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Kai. P.S. Do absolutely anything in capital letters to get Sir Alex and Cristiano Ronaldo. Really nice that, isn't it? That somebody who's 18 is... Yeah, send that. Uh, one from Leon Craven, and he sent a map as well, so you're going to love this. He said, just listen to the Pally podcast. He mentioned doing two laps of the training ground on Littleton Road. I play for Salford Victoria, who play on Littleton Road Sports Village just down the road. In our pre-season, we do three laps of Littleton Road fields. I've left an attachment of the two fields. Look at the size difference. I'd much rather do two laps of the training ground with United than three laps of the field. And looking at the image he sent, it's about... Well, it's at least twice the distance. Yeah. Had it easy, guys. Uh, yeah. That quite... Uh, that is big, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. That was pal. He didn't, he didn't like training, did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> uh, John Murphy says, love the podcast, especially now you have to get keen on. Yeah. That would be one. We'd love to hear that one. Kevin Hunter says, really enjoyed listening to the podcast and it's helped greatly during lockdown. A two-year-old and a five-year-old at home. Don't know how you have time for that, Kevin. Uh, as a long-time Man United fan, I would be very keen to hear from Lee Sharp. Maisie is on that one. Yeah. Lee was my favourite player growing up and numerous stories like him and Giggs's parties would be great to hear from him. He was probably one of the biggest talents we've ever had who didn't ma- maybe make it as big as he should have. Keep up the good work, everyone. Kevin Hunter. Thank it you very Kevin. much indeed. I've got one from Nondo Makashi. He says, hi guys. 
It's a great job that you guys are doing this, especially that football is on hold. My name is Nondo from Zambia and I really appreciate what you guys have been doing. Please let's get Michael Carrick and Sir Alex on the podcast. And Helen, please reiterate to Sam that he's not friends with Paul Scholes. Lol, cheers. <laughs> Nondo, he's my friend. He's my really good friend. You've heard the podcast. You heard us talking on the, on the one with Marcus. We're great mates. Friends. Uh, And and with the confirmation that I am friends with Paul Scholes, uh, we'll leave it there for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back again next week with another one for you.